Hi everyone, and welcome back to the C3 Queenvian podcast. It's easy to praise God when everything's going well, but what about when it's not? This week, Pastor Sarah takes us on a transformative journey of refreshing our perspective. As we continue in our ongoing series, Refresh, Pastor Sarah shares some personal reflections on the power of praising God when things aren't always going as we had hoped or planned. Her message serves as a reminder, as we start the new year, that wearing the garments of praise can be a transformative and empowering practice, even in difficult times, and it's a decision that we get to choose to make. The beginning of the year, hey? 2024. So crazy, really, that we're even here. I feel like we say this every year, but 2024, a new year begins and here we go again right another year what does God have for us what's it going to look like Um, and I'm just excited this morning to share what I feel the Lord's put on my heart today as we enter into this uh, new year Um, if we haven't met before uh, my name is Sarah and along with my husband Michael we're the pastors here and uh, hopefully I'll get to meet you after the service but just a joy to have you with us and would love for you to stick around after have a coffee hang out we love community here at C3 Queenbian and uh, we know that we are the family of God right that we do life together and so we would love to meet you and uh, have you hang out with us after the service but I'm just so excited to share uh, this message with you this morning and uh, Pastor Michael kicked off our series last week called Refresh refresh and uh, I don't know what you think of when you hear the word refresh or you think of refreshing uh, and what that kind of invokes as you think about that but uh, you know even in that picture that sense of you know fresh water and I know Michael shared the story of our 20 kilometer bike ride after not riding for however long and um I could not walk, but like literally the end of that day, I could not walk. The kids kept, you know, as they do at bedtime, getting up um, lots of times for all the things and uh, or calling out normally for one of us to come. And I literally had to say to them, I cannot come again. Like I actually cannot get off the couch and come to you because I was so sore from this bike ride. But that refreshing water at the end of that ride as you know, you're parched from... Um, working hard and you know all those kind of things like that sense of refreshing of fresh water of a breath of fresh air Um, you know what does that mean to you maybe it's jumping into uh, uh, some kind of body of water of that sense of refreshing and you know I so believe that God wants to refresh us as we start this new year And true refreshing, as Pastor Mike shared last week, comes from the presence of God, comes from time with God. And that is where we get our refreshment from. So what does it look like to you? Refreshing. But I believe God wants to breathe fresh life on us today. Like a breath breath of fresh air, a breath of faith, a breath of hope of joy, of peace, whatever it is that you might need this morning, that he wants to just breathe that on us today as we start this new year with him, in him, through him, that actually we can start refreshed, ready for what he has for us. And, you know, there's kind of that sense with a new year of um, getting to start again, of actually, like, even though the days just continue on, that, that 
tick over of the new year, there is something in us that goes, okay, maybe I can do things differently this year. Maybe it can look different for me. Maybe I should shift this in my life. Maybe it's kind of just this new new year for us to actually go, okay, maybe I should make some change. And it's a great time for us to do that. And, um, you know, often New Year's resolutions aren't very successful and are maybe not the best way to go about (laughs) things all the time. I actually read a stat this morning that um, only 9% of people actually follow through with a New Year's resolution. So there you go. But in the same section I was reading this quote, it was actually from Craig Groeschel. He then said, Actually, what's most important is those small, consistent changes in faithfulness to God showing up each day. The each day matters, right? The small, little things matter. And this morning we get the opportunity right at the start of this year to go, okay, I'm going to choose to be refreshed by the presence of God and step into what he has for me this year, going with him, walking with him, and actually doing things a different way than maybe we've done it before. So I want to turn in our Bibles this morning to Isaiah 61. And we're going to read uh, from verses 1 to 3. It says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim the liberty, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified." What a scripture. And I'm believing that as we set up this year, that the Lord is saying to us, put on the garment of praise. Put on the garment of praise as you enter 2024. And you know, this scripture uh, was written by the prophet Isaiah and in the Old Testament. And the people of God were in a pretty tough situation when this happened. They were truly captive and they needed freedom. This was a promise of hope for them in a really dire situation. And it was foretelling the promise of Jesus coming for them. And you know, we now get to live in this place where Jesus has come. He has set us free. He has done the work on the cross. He has risen again. And now we're living that out. And although we're still going to be bound by some things or struggle sometimes because, you know, the full completion of the promise won't happen till we enter heaven, until he returns, right? until that moment, we actually get to claim this promise and live it out in our lives and actually see as we put on the garment of praise that heaviness lifts off us. And I'm believing today that maybe you're here and you've already started the year feeling heavy. And it's like, oh man, we've just begun. (laughs) And it's already like heavy. That actually the heaviness is going to lift as we put on the garment of praise. And I love that thought that praise is actually a garment it's actually something we have to put on and every time I read the scripture or I think about it I literally in my head go and put on right it kind of just goes with it it's like put on the garment of praise and it's that physical kind of picture that God has for us he uses that physical item of clothing but to actually represent a person's inner attitude so it's this external thing but it's 
it shifts something within us internally. And really to praise God is simply, right, just declaring who he is. Declaring who he is, what he does. Praise honours God because of his divine deeds, because of his faithfulness, because of his character, because of who he is. And praise is powerful. Praise is so powerful. And you know, I feel like God purposely, right, in everything that we read in Scripture, it's purposeful, but chose this image of exchanging old and damaged and worn pieces. You know, it's talking about those that mourn. And when people mourned in the Bible, they actually had clothing that they wore to mourn so that people knew this person is mourning because they're wearing this stuff. So to actually say to them who were mourning because they were in a very difficult position, you actually need to take off your mourning clothes and put on a garment of praise. Like no more mourning. Even though your situation still looks like this, put on the garment of praise. Actually make a shift in your inner attitude and perspective and heart in order to live out what I have for you. You know, the garment is meant to describe how God ministers to our heart and our mind, replacing those faulty, tr- like faulty thoughts with truth, replacing those things, turning the heaviness of tragedy into joyful worship of him, whatever we're going through. It's amazing what he can do, that rejuvenation of our spirit that comes from God, from the deepest hurts and the hardest places that only he can do, right, in his transforming power. It's amazing. And, you know, when we feel heavy and weighed down and we're struggling and we're going through stuff, who knows that choosing to praise is sometimes the last thing that we feel like doing, that we actually want to do. And, you know, this week, right at the start of the week, I um, was getting ready for this message and I felt at the end of last year, God give me this scripture for this message. So I kind of already had the thought about the garment of praise and, what, and this scripture. And so I'd been mulling over it, but I had a day at the start of the week because who knows, you know, when you're preaching about something, you'll always be challenged in it the week that you're preaching of it. So um, he's like, okay, if you're going to preach about this, let's live it out. Um, so I had this day and I was just feeling heavy, honestly. And words that someone had said are going through my head and situations were facing and it's just like all this stuff was just dwelling in my head and I knew that I needed to make time to prepare yet I just was like oh I'm in such a yuck place like I just I feel heavy and um, it's funny how when you feel that way there's almost this physical posture that actually comes with that like you it's kind of hard to stand up straight and do life and do like there's a physical kind of posture that comes when emotionally uh, and mentally we're feeling heavy right and it kind of affects our whole being and i think that's so interesting that god picks a physical item to describe this for us to actually do because physically there's a posture and a position that comes with this heaviness that gets on us um and so anyway, I was kind of feeling this way. And then, of course, you know, in my head, I'm like, well, you know what to do. Like, you're literally preaching on what to do when you feel this way. And honestly, I was like, I don't want to. I don't feel like it. You know, it's hard to go, I praise you, God, you're amazing. You know, to get to that place when you're like, oh, because when you're like that, you're so inward focused. It's like you can only look at those feelings that are kind of taking over and that situation that's dwelling on your mind or that's weighing down on you that it's hard to actually look out and see but that's what praise does that's what shifts within us 
when we actually choose to do it. And so, you know, I had this battle of I don't want to, but I know I need to. Um, and, you know, it's like that Galatians 5.15, the spirit and flesh right battle going on because our flesh doesn't want to, even though our spirit knows it's the right thing to do. And this is actually going to help us and be for our benefit. And so I took some time and went away and was like, okay, I'm just going to praise. I'm just going to choose to start praising. And so I did. I was like, thank you, Lord. You are good. I love you, Lord. You're incredible. Look at all you've done. Thank you for saving me. Thank you. You know, just went and started and began. And honestly, once I then was in the zone, within a few minutes, I was like, oh, my posture's back. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can actually physically feel when the heaviness lifts. And I was like, hang on a minute. The heaviness is gone. The heaviness is gone. It doesn't mean that any of those situations changed, but the heaviness is gone because I chose to go to a place of praise. And I believe that that is what God wants for us as we enter into 2024. It's like, let's choose to let this be the year that every day we get up and we put on the garment of praise. That no matter what happens, maybe you're already feeling heavy and it's like, okay, I'm I need to do this. Or maybe you're like, no, I'm actually starting the year feeling pretty good. It's like, we'll keep that garment of praise on then. So then you've, you're already prepped and ready for when situations come your way, you're ready for it. You know, our circumstances, I've written here, won't always be perfect. They'll never be perfect, actually. <laughs> um, life gets hard. We're all going to go through stuff and the storms of life will come our way. None of us can avoid that. We're all going to go through tough times. But, you know, this scripture reminds us that God is our rescuer. He's our comforter. He loves us so much and he's always active doing something new and good in our lives, no matter what's going on around us. And so we can thank him for that, right? But praise, as I mentioned before, it shifts our perspective. It actually changes our view from looking in at our own stuff and our own struggles, changes our view from we to he, right? Actually, okay, God, this is about you. I can see differently now because I'm seeing you and not my situation. And that's what praise does for us. It reminds us of who he is. And what we focus on grows, right? What we focus on grows. If anyone has battled anxiety, that's one thing a counsellor will tell you. If you focus on it, it will grow. What you focus on grows. What you think about matters because it grows as you focus on it. So as we focus on our problems what's going to happen? They're going to grow. It's going to become overwhelming. It's going to take over our thoughts and our feelings and all of that. But as we focus on praise, all of a sudden our focus goes to God and that grows in our world. That sense of the presence of God with us, that sense of I can get through this. Everything's going to be okay. All things work together for good. Like all of a sudden it's like, hey, Hope has come back into our soul, back into our life, and we can see things from a different perspective. Like, this is going to be okay. We're going to walk through this and get to the other side of it. What you focus on grows. And, you know, the world will offer us all sorts of solutions to the heaviness, to the struggle, to the pain, to the discontentment, uh, to, you know, the dissatisfaction of life, whatever it is that we might be feeling there's always going to be solutions presented to us of this will fix this problem. And nearly all those solutions are self-love and, you know, all this stuff about me, me, me. But actually, 
Although some of those things might actually dull the pain for a little while, maybe give some peace for a little bit, it will never last. It will, ne- it will only ever be temporary. Those problems will keep arising because it'll never truly quench that thirst in your soul. Like only his living water, only living water will truly bring that refreshing, will truly bring, you know, that sense of peace that surpasses all understanding, right? It will truly lift the heaviness that life brings sometimes. You know, I love that scripture in John 4, 13 uh, to 14, which Michael shared last week. It says, Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of living water, a spring of water welling up to eternal life. It's a spring. It constantly brings forth water for us. It's amazing. So I want to encourage us as we actually look towards this year, as we set up the year, right? We often talk about it this this first few weeks, like how, what are we going to do? How are we going to set up this year? But I want to encourage us right at the outset to choose to live with the garment of praise on. Choose to put on the garment of praise. And, you know, as I said before, maybe you're already feeling heavy. Maybe it was tough last year and you've come into the break and it's already like, oh man, I'm already feeling that tired and weary and heavy and there's just stuff going on. But make a decision now to actually turn the table, to do things differently. Choose to engage in praise and watch what God does. Watch the heaviness lift and your perspective begin to shift. Choose to give him glory. You know, Psalm 34, continually let praise be on our lips, right? It's a continual thing for us to actually live in a place of praise. Maybe you need to write down a prayer that's praising God. Because sometimes it's like, ah, oh, what do I say to praise? You know, <laughs> like we kind of overthink, how do I praise you in this moment, Lord? But maybe it's writing it down, who he is. And going, okay, whenever I start to feel this way, I'm going to pull up my prayer that I've written in my notes or I've put somewhere. And I'm going to just read it and declare praise over my life. Start to actually praise God. Um, not having to think about what do I say now and what does this feel like? It's like I'm prepared. I'm ready. I've thought this through. I've made that predetermined decision to go to a place of praise. Now, our praise shouldn't be determined by our circumstances, but it often is. And, you know, I've heard time and time again, you know, when we get the job or we get the pay rise or the house comes through or the situation works out the way that we wanted it to, we're like, thank you, Jesus. You're so good, Lord. You're amazing, God, right? And we're like, yes. You know, favor, God was on that, must be a God thing, because it all worked out the way we wanted it. And I think we've got to be real careful of that. And I know I've spoken about that before, but, and it doesn't mean that he's not in it, because every good thing comes from God, right? But at the same time, are we in that same place where we lose the job, when we get the bad, diag- bad diagnosis, when we, you know, something happens in our family, when we struggle with whatever, Are we still like, thank you, Jesus, you are so good, Lord, in that same way that we are when things go right? And that's our challenge because that's where we really have to put on the garment of praise. He's talking to those that are heavy, those that are mourning, those that are struggling. They're not like everything's going right and so they can praise. It's when things are tough and things are hard. 
And you know, I, um, many of you would know Bonnie, beautiful Bonnie in our congregation. She's amazing. But I love talking to Bonnie because I feel encouraged every time I walk away from a conversation. And every week when I see Bonnie at church, I say, hey, Bonnie, how was your week? And many of you will know what she says. It's always good with Jesus, she says in response. It's always good with Jesus every week without fail. Now, does that mean Bonnie never has anything go wrong in her week? Does that mean Bonnie never feels sad or down, Bonnie? Right? (laughs) Things don't always go right every week. But her heart is in a place of continual praise because she's chosen a position to say, no matter what happens in my life, it's always good with Jesus because he's always there. He never leaves me or forsakes me. He walks with me every day. He's still good no matter what's happening. And I love that. I love hearing that because then I go, yeah, you're right. Whereas someone's like, how's your week? I'm like, "Eh." (laughs) it was okay. (laughs) It's really busy, you know, but it's like, hey, actually, it is always good with Jesus. Even if the worst thing ever's happened, it's still good having him there. It's still good that I have my salvation. It's still good that I can walk with him and share the burdens of life with him, right? There's still good every time. And I love that. doesn't mean everything goes right all the time. But we can still choose to be in a place of continual praise. I read a quote this week that said, Praise is not the inevitable byproduct that comes when everything is going right in our lives. It's the driving force. Praise will get our focus where it needs to be on God. If we start praising in the middle of our problems, our problems will shrink so much that we'll hardly remember to bring them to God. Isn't that awesome? It's like we can actually fully shift the way we do life by choosing to praise. Like it's so powerful. It can change everything just by choosing to do that. You know, but it is in those times when it's hard, when we're struggling, that it actually matters most. That's the challenge. That's the time where we've actually got to make this a practice and a habit in our lives. And going back to that scripture right at the start in verse 3, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness. I mean, that's the other side of the promise, right? Trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. You know, this scripture is a promise of comfort and of calling. Of comfort and of calling. It gives us the comfort of God in that as we do these things, he's going to actually lift that sense of mourning and the captivity and the struggle and the pain. And that's the promise of comfort. But then there's actually a promise of calling for each one of us in that, that we may be called trees of righteousness. Like there's purpose in the praise. Not only is it to shift our perspective and to actually see that move, it's actually for others, that we would be trees of righteousness. You know, trees of righteousness are trees that produce fruit are healthy trees, right? With living water as the source, strong, secure, steadfast, able to withstand the storms of life and all the things that come against us. And that's how we actually can say, God, you're good no matter what, because we've planted ourselves in him. We're strong and secure because we've created this habit of praise in our lives, of always glorifying God, And then it becomes this steadfastness in us to actually 
last the journey of life because it's tough and there's stuff that happens. But that's the calling for each one of us, that we would be a tree of righteousness, that we would be those strong pillars in his house, lasting through whatever comes our way, still standing in our old age, worshipping God until we go to him or he comes, right? And so I want to encourage us to just think about that this morning as we think about the year ahead. It's like, I want this to be a year of fruitfulness. Don't you? Like, we want to be fruitful, right? We start out the new year going, okay, what, what's going to happen this year? But we want it to be fruitful. We want to see God move. We want to see him do something amazing. We want him to use us, right, and to do something incredible. And, you know, we have felt uh, 2024 as we've prayed together, a little sneak peek, is that okay? Um, that 2024, the word that we got is that it would be a year of release. And uh, we've been praying into that over the last couple of months after we felt God give us that. And I know uh, on our birthday service on the 4th of Feb, Pastor Mike's really going to um, release that word, <laughs> um, but actually speak into that for the year. Um, but we are so feeling this is a year of release. It's a year of fruitfulness. It's a year of favor. It's a year of abundance, a year of breakthrough, of promises coming to pass. And, you know, we are pumped for what God wants to do in and through us as a church. And, you know, but as trees of righteousness, we've got to be fruitful. And we will be fruitful if we are a tree of righteousness. So I want to encourage us, let's put on that garment of praise. Let's choose to do that regardless of our situation, regardless of what's happening Let's put on the garment of praise and make 2024 a year where we're going to dedicate ourselves to just continually praising God, to lifting him up, to worshipping him and actually see the heaviness and the struggle and those things that are weighing us down actually be lifted off us so that we can be fruitful trees, making a difference for God, doing something great in our community, in our families, in our workplaces, being used by God uh, so that he can do what he wants to do, right? and that his will can be done. Amen.